here's a message from Ken Lavica. I want Lamar Jackson to get his money, to get his worth, but I don't think he's got the right people in his ear. Stone Lebanowitz, hit the open. On your mark. Kansas State doesn't have any timeouts. Get set. It's good to run right there. Let's go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Wow. Presented by Duffy's, Ready Water, Rachel's Palm Beach, Good Creek Moving and Storage, and Celsius. Remember the day you found out cakes could be made of ice cream? Well, today is going to be better. Now, Houston, you have a problem. It's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. T minus one day before your boy heads out to H Town. To get ready for the Final Four, Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, Saturday, 6.09 Eastern Time. Stone. Oh, my microphone's falling over. Technical difficulty. Everything's following me, whether it's the Ethernet at MSG here in, in, in West Palm. Mics are falling down. Ask your boy if he's ready. Hmm, let me figure out a way to ask this. Are you ready? I am so bleeping ready. <laughs> I was born for this, man. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. Lamar Jackson, I, I, I love him dearly. I, I, I love him dearly. I, I, I want him. And this is hometown bias. Oh, but he's from Pompano. All right, he played his high school beach in Boynton. Okay, stop. Stop. I want him desperately to get his money. Okay? I want him to get his long-term deal, get what he deserves, and he deserves it all. The man deserves it all. He deserves to be paid more than Deshaun Watson. Believe that. And Deshaun Watson, we know, the Browns blew that whole thing up. They they exclusively screwed Lamar Jackson. And Lamar is paying the price for the Browns, the Browns' really disgusting business with Deshaun Watson. But it is starting to become clear to me now that Lamar Jackson, and, and I, I respect his mother and I respect his mom for trying to represent him and keeping it in the family and keeping that circle tight, but it is abundantly clear to me, abundantly clear to me, that Lamar is the man. I want Lamar to get what he deserves, what's his. He's earned it all. He's deser- he, if, if the market dictate, dictates he should make more than Deshaun Watson, the man should make more than Deshaun Watson. But it's become clear that he doesn't have enough people advising him with any intelligence. I am extremely, extremely disappointed in how this is turning because Lamar has gone from a sympathetic figure, a give the dude his cash. The Ravens are, are absolutely jobbing this man, the disrespect. And in a matter of two and a half months, now the court of public opinion is starting to turn towards... Um, Lamar has no idea how this works, and I'm having a hard time defending him against that claim any longer. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers off of the hot, the uncomfortable, but the yacht-filled intracoastal with the boat show upcoming. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Intern courtside Val hanging out with us. Val, by the way, your boy was courtside MSG just like you. You ain't special anymore, courtside Val. You ain't special anymore. Your boy was there. Uh, so uh, let me let me read the tweet 
that has drawn the ire of so many. And, and we didn't get to Lamar much yesterday because, of course, hashtag FAU. Um, but here's the tweet in question. This was from Sunday, right, Stone? This came out Sunday. That's right. So I imagine Lamar's kind of sitting there, right? And he's, he's getting frustrated. There's no movement. He hasn't heard from the Ravens in a while. He's reading some stuff on ESPN. He's, we know he's online all the time. So this dude's scrolling through Twitter, and things are stagnant. So I'm sure he's frustrated, okay? So so Lamar Jackson tweets the following. A letter to my fans. I want to first thank you all for all of the love and support you consistently show towards me. All of you are amazing, and I appreciate you all so much. I want you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. Let me personally answer your questions. In regards to my future plans, as of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization for which the Ravens has not been interested in meeting my value. Any and everyone that has met me or been around me know I love the game of football and my dream is to help a team. So now we know, coming from Lamar Jackson's thumbs, that he requested a trade from the Ravens March 2nd. Now you remember, Stone, it was me... When I'm sitting in Dallas with FAU, which seems like 10 years ago, getting ready for the Conference USA tournament, we did a show March 7th. And I'm sitting in a hotel business center, okay? And we were discussing in great detail how disrespectful it was. What bothered you most that was our main topic that day, March 2nd, Mar- March 7th, I'm sorry. What bothers you most about the Lamar Jackson situation? That was the day that the Baltimore Ravens put the franchise tag, the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. The fact it even came to that was wildly frustrating. The fact that Lamar can't just get his long-term deal. He not only gets the franchise tag, but now he's sort of in limbo because, all right, well, teams come negotiate with him. you got to give the Ravens two first-round picks. If you do, if you offer big money, Lamar says, let's put pen to paper. But it should never come to that, and it bothered me because Lamar is the victim of a deal that in the first place should have been voided by the NFL. If Roger Goodell had any guts, any stones, then he would have come in a la David Stern, Chris (laughs) Paul to the Lakers, and said, "Uh uh-uh, you sure as hell Browns aren't signing Deshaun Watson to a contract where it's clear you're helping him pay legal fees. Bleep off, redo the deal, or don't do the deal at all. But instead, hey, Roger Goodell works for the owners. Jimmy Haslam, do whatever you want. Go get your guy. You have control over my profession, over my money, so do you, Jimmy Haslam. Yep. And so now, Lamar Jackson, and at that point, March 7th, it came abundantly clear, he fell victim to the disgusting dealings of the Browns and Deshaun Watson. What people need to understand is this is not whether or whether or not he's worthy of he, a $200, he, $300 million dollar contract. This, let me say this. You're, you're exactly right. And, and let me put this into the ether into the radio waves that'll head into the universe, never to be heard again unless you listen to the Ken Levick Alive podcast. Please do. Lamar Jackson is worth the biggest contract in NFL history. Can I be any more clear? Lamar Jackson, if Deshaun Watson's getting paid that, Lamar Jackson is worth the biggest contract 
in NFL history. I'm sorry for interrupting. Continue. <laughs> no, but that's just not the discussion that we're, we're having at this point here. And I'm March 27, 20 days later after he was tagged. It's a discussion of business and how business works. So all of these Lamar Jackson stands and everybody who wants to go to bat for him and go after the NFL owners, there's a certain something standing in the way, and it's history, right? It's how the NFL has done business, how the owners have handled how they pay players and stuff. And you just can't break your blueprint all of a sudden for one guy because if you do it for one guy, then you got to do it for the next, and you got to do it for the next prodigy that comes, and you got to do it for the next Heisman winner that ends up winning an MVP. Like, it's just not good business to give this guy guaranteed money. Why? Because nobody else has in the past, and the owners have never wanted to in the past until the Haslam's came along. Uh, and, and so this is where Lamar Jackson is in a, quan- a quandary. It is wildly unfair what he's going through right now. It never should have come to this. And the Browns screwed it all up, and we know that. And we understand that. It's like when the Timberwolves giving up 47 million picks for Rudy Gobert screwed everything up with Kevin Durant and his potential trade from the Nets in the offseason. It shouldn't have taken until uh, past the midway point of this year for Kevin Durant to be traded from the Nets. It should have happened in the offseason, but because the Timberwolves are abjectly stupid asses, they gave up their entire future of the franchise for a guy who can't hit a shot outside of six feet (laughs) and is one of the most overrated defenders in the history of the league. Okay, one of the most overrated defensive uh, MVPs, defensive player of the years in the history of the NBA. The Browns screwed everything up. Lamar Jackson now is the poster boy for how messed up that is. That said, what's become problematic is that Lamar either has a no one around him to advise him, or b blockheads around him who are in his ear. Bro, bro, come on, man. Take your stand. You deserve this money. Right. Be stubborn. Be hard-headed. Fight. Be you. Be you. Come on, man. You got you to gotta, you gotta talk your talk. You got to make sure that the world knows your side of the story. Talk, man. Make it public. Air the laundry. Come on, bro. And now, by revealing that he requested a trade March 2nd, and to me, that is clearly a sign of frustration and desperation. Now the court of public opinion is starting to turn on him because he seems like he's desperate and he's flailing and he's got no plan. And he's being unrealistic and he's unwilling to compromise. And this is a problem. Yeah, and, and, and I want to throw a Bobby Schmurda lyric out there, but you don't know who that is. I but do know who Bobby Schmurda is. Do you? And in his words, it was all good about a week ago. I mean, a, a, a month ago, we thought, oh, this kid. I dare you, by the way. I'm so angry with you right now. You- I might be damn near 40, but I know who Bobby Schmurda is. This is the best day of my life. Yeah, it was all good about a week ago when we thought damn this guy it. was going to be a trailblazer, when we thought he was a pioneer, when he thought he was going to take his stand and do what's right. If you remember, let's actually rewind the clock months on months on months ago before the NFL season even started, mm-hmm. when Mike Tannenbaum hopped on the show and said, or you asked him, hey, give us a hot take, Mike. What's going on? He said, I'll tell you this. Lamar Jackson will be the highest paid quarterback in NFL history before he takes a snap in week one this season. So it's Lamar hearing those things from those types of people that he's like, hey, you know what? All right. This is what I needed to hear. Yeah. I'm going to go trailblaze. I'm going to go do something that's never been done. And here we are, March 27th. Wow. And he looks stupid alongside everybody who surrounds him because he's exposed himself to the fact that he doesn't understand actually what's going right. on behind these closed doors. And, and, I it's going to end up that 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 prediction from Mike Tannenbaum is going to end up being incorrect. <laughs> um, but it was easier to make that prediction before we saw 
the lack of interest from teams. Because, sure. And it's not – here's the thing, too. It's not that they, I don't think, value Lamar Jackson. It's that they are unwilling to break precedent for anything we've seen other than one instance in the history of the league give every single cent of a guaranteed contract to one man, one player. What Deshaun Watson got, we have never seen in the history of legal binding documents in the NFL. For one player, we have it. And it just so happens that it was given to a guy who's it is. Hold on. For the the sake of not having a Farr versus McAfee here. Allegedly scumbag dirtbag who doesn't know how to treat women in any way, shape, or form. Just one of the most disgusting people in the NFL. Allegedly. 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 Now these NFL teams, there's not a chance in hell they are, are even coming within an arm's length of giving Lamar Jackson fully guaranteed biggest contract in the history of the sport, usurping what the Browns gave to Sean Watson. Is it fair? No. It is wildly unfair. And again, Roger Goodell should have told the Browns to shove it. Uh-uh. Redo the deal or don't do the deal at all. But he didn't do it because he's soft. So the now Lamar Jackson is sitting here floating in no man's land with nowhere to go. And the problem is he doesn't have anybody with any experience or common sense when it comes to doing business who's advising him. And now he's desperately letting the world know that I requested a trade, and now the court of public opinion realizes that there is no one who's willing to throw out a legitimate offer that he's going to uh, 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 accept with this non-exclusive franchise tag, and now he's going to try and go the look-at-me-I'm-the-victim route. And Lamar, that is not the way to do this. You could have talked to me, and I could have told you, Lamar, Do not go public with requesting the trade. I appreciate the fight. I appreciate the fact that he's trying to stand up for himself, but this is not it. This is not going to win this battle, and whoever's advising him or just having no one advising him is hurting him in a massive way right now because I I can't defend that. That was stupid. That was really dumb. So you just nailed it. You said if Lamar Jackson spoke to Ken Levicka, He'd, he'd be in a better place. And I'm a complete blithering right. dumbass. And even I could have told him, hey, dude, you might want to get off Twitter for a second, man. Right. So that's where things get really alarming because, you know, these NFL players, all pro athletes, you have a Rolodex that is the size of the, the, the earth. I mean, I don't know how big all these guys can reach out to anybody they want to in the, in the click of a button. Yeah. So for Lamar Jackson not to have paid attention to how Kevin Durant's contract went down, how it went down with the Nets, to not pay attention to this guy, that guy, this guy, speak to Rich Paul, go talk to LeBron, go talk to these guys around pro sports who will give you the information because you look what happened with Kevin Durant and the Nets, right? They gave him the four-year extension for $200 million, a lot of it guaranteed. Okay, KD just says, hey, I don't want to play here anymore. Mm-hmm. And now the Nets are now in negative dollars right. and have to pay this guy. Right. And that right there is why, hey, Lamar, pay attention the NFL owners don't want to fall victim to the same exact thing. You give a guy all this money who's a really good player in KD, and then he wants to leave, and we still owe this guy. Right. And now we're in the hole. It's like, Lamar, there's the simplest kind of, uh, just just open your I mean, eyes. It's right in front of you. The Browns have already restructured Deshaun Watson's contract. Already? They already did that. Yeah. 
And so Lamar, it seems like to me, doesn't have a concept of how business works. And far be it from me to be the one (laughs) who is trying to give the intricacies of how the NFL works in front offices and contracts because to me, um, the the salary cap in the NFL – it is just an abstract construct. There's, there, it actually doesn't exist because teams are able to retool and remaneuver contracts uh, at the snap of a finger to avoid any sort of cap situation. But you know what it keeps you in cap hell? It's, it's guaranteed money. And so Lamar is not reading the room. Lamar is being stubborn. And it doesn't seem like Lamar is willing to compromise. And again, that's a lack of, I get he's a prideful person. He should be. He's an MVP. He's a playoff winner. He's arguably the best player in the sport when he's 100% healthy. I understand wanting to dig your feet into the ground and say, I ain't moving, I ain't budging. But that's not how in any way, you're, you're getting too caught up in watching Succession on HBO. That's not real life where... It's my way or nothing. You you have to give and take. And there's been no give on Lamar's part. It seems like the Ravens, and this is why the court of public opinion is shifting a bit, seems like the Ravens have tried to come off of a position, tried to get at least within 10 feet, sorry, 10 yards. Nice. Proper football. Yeah. 10 yards of where Lamar is. But because it hasn't, on the full first down, he's not going to accept it. And that's where the problem comes in. And this is where he needs someone to tell him, hey, even in the most basic business mind, hey, Lamar, let me take it from here. I, I have defended his mother and his mother representing him, but I actually now am sort of coming off of that because the lack of movement with anything, the fact it's come to this, and now him putting out into the world desperately I requested a trade and the Ravens didn't do it. Um, It's not just money advising that he doesn't have uh, uh, proper uh, people around him in place. It's anybody who can say anything sensical to him or, or sway him. And that's an issue. I firmly believe everybody, no matter if you're an NFL player, you're a dopey, dopey sports talk radio host like me, or you're an accountant hanging out in Wellington. Everybody needs someone a team, a group of people that can be there for them and talk them off of an idea, give them a different perspective, and you need to be willing to take that perspective. Being too prideful can be a bad thing. And Lamar Jackson, being too prideful, it has turned into a bad thing for him. Yeah, and there, there's one quote that always sticks to me from, from Josh Cohen, from Josh Cohen and the home team, who you can listen to from 4 to 6. He always says this, right, and I try not to listen. But he nails this one. And it's smart people don't have the information, but they know where to find it. Like, you have all of this. It's so well said. And it's so, so correct. And it's perfect for this situation. But I want to ask you, you you had just mentioned that the Ravens organization tried to get within 10 yards of Lamar. Are you speaking about the alleged $180 million guarantee that they did offer him? Yes, I am. Yeah, I I think you're right on with that. Like, like I think when it comes down to it, or let's just fast forward two, three months down the road, Lamar's going to look back once he's learned everything, what he did wrong, what he did right, where... He kind of fell through the cracks, and he's going to be like, damn, that $180 million was sitting right there, and that's historic. Not, not, 
Deshaun Watson, I'd be willing to bet, is the first time in NFL history, and it just shows you why the Browns are the Browns, and they are our our franchise vomit, right? The Browns are the Browns because they're the only team in NFL history where one side said, hey, give us all of the money, and the Browns said, okay. (laughs) That's the only time that's ever happened in NFL history. Yep. Like, the only time. Everything else is a negotiation, it's why the it's why the Browns are as bad and as as historically inept as they are because they willingly sat there and Deshaun Watson coming off of God knows allegedly sexually assaulting damn near thirty women allegedly he could say hey here's my number and the Browns said uh uh, uh take all of it. Like, think of how insane that is. That's not business. That's stupidity. And Lamar thinks that's what the Ravens are going to do. But the Ravens are an actual functioning business model with a, with a brain that has proper synapses. They're not going to do that. And Lamar, it seems to me, he has yes people around him. And that's not good. When you are surrounded by yes people, whether it's Lamar Jackson, whether it is the family of three and Stewart, whether it's the president of the United States, nobody benefits from that, especially the person in the center of that who is the figurehead. Absolutely. Part of me fears that when he did see Cleveland pay Deshaun Watson all that money, that he didn't think much of it besides I... Time to get paid. I I was going to say I bet. Like, watch this. I got this. I'm going to make this happen. And like, and, and then that's the extent that of thought that went into it, that awareness went into it. That, that's all he said is, oh, he got that. I can go get it, too, because I'm a lot better than Deshaun Watson. But what you don't understand is there are business models intact that have been around for, you know, I don't know when the NFL got Mike kicked Greenberg off. was saying it this morning on Greeny. There are decades, decades of business practices in the NFL that the Browns blew to smithereens. Yep. Okay. It doesn't mean that everybody else is going that route. In fact, nobody else is going that route. So I view Lamar Jackson right now as a man who is lost in the ether of a very unfortunate NFL business situation that is wildly unfair to him, but now it's gotten to the point because all he has is yes people around him. He is drowning. He is drowning, and he has no direction, and he's desperate, and that is not going to get him what he is seeking. Yeah, when we're talking about business models, the 24-year-old in me wants to say, hey, 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 no, let's lean towards more player empowerment nowadays. Let, let, let's me, let- me too. I am always player empowerment. 100% of the time, no doubt, 24-year-old you is, 38-year-old me is. But also, you can't just be as bullheaded as possible <laughs> right. and think that anything's going to get done. It doesn't work in any business Period. That's where I was going to go. There's a reality to it, right? Whether you work for, you know, waste management or whether you work for the accountant in Wellington, like you said, it's just how it works, right? There's always been a business model in play. And yeah, in due time, there's going to be a few people that stumble upon an organization that they do kind of switch it up for, but it's not very likely Lamar. And for you to think that it was going to be you, and and, and I guess we fell victim to it too. We thought he was going to get paid. Mike Tannenbaum, who's been the boss of the Dolphins, he thought he was going to get paid. So we've all fallen victim to this, but there's a reality to it, and, yeah. and it's called business. How do you view Lamar Jackson right now? How do you view Lamar Jackson right now, especially after telling the world over the weekend, yeah, I requested a trade, the Ravens didn't do it. To me, that was a desperation move. The guy, the guy is drowning because he doesn't have anybody 
willing to give him the full reality of the situation right now. And again, I am rooting so damn hard for this dude. I love Lamar Jackson, the football player and the human being. And someone, a human being in his circle, needs to finally save him from himself. And he needs to save himself from himself and bring in someone who knows how this works. I know it is completely contrary to what I said weeks ago, but I've seen enough now to know that he's actually not getting the proper guidance, if any guidance at all. How do you view Lamar Jackson right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open at KLV1063. Let's start on the phones in Boca with Devin on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Devin. What's up, Ken? How are you, brother? How was New York? It was good? It was awesome. It was awesome. I do remember the last time we spoke, you said that FAU was going to get <laughs> routed by Tennessee, so I just wanted to throw that out there, Devin. <laughs> I got you. I got you. You deserve it, man. Good luck coming up. Appreciate you, man. Up. Thank you, brother. But anyhow, let's, let's get to this. And hear me out for a second. Yep. I told this to you guys up before. Right when you guys were saying this about Lama Jackson, I told you guys, look at how this is going to play out. Yeah. If the Ravens think that Lamar Jackson is worth the contract in terms of his worth to the team, they would give him the contract. I told you and Theo, nobody in the NFL sees Lamar Jackson in the eyes that you guys see him as the quarterback you mm-hmm. guys think he is, which he is. But he is that to the Ravens. He's not that to anybody else because you could see that nobody else is really interested sure. because Lamar... Like Stone says, cannot make some of the necessary throws on a consistent basis. For the Ravens, he deserves to get whatever contract he wants because the Ravens has nowhere else to go because the system is designed exactly for him. So the Ravens playing hardball with Lamar tells me that they look at him the same way that I and Stone look at him in terms of, uh, will we give this guy this kind of contract? Now, now, on the flip side, let's look at the Browns. You just said a lot of things about the Browns, which is true. But where I disagree with you is this. The Browns have been wanting a quarterback for 50 years. They finally got one of the... If if Deshaun Watson wasn't involved in the horrible things that he was accused of doing, blah, 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 he still would have been one of the best players in the NFL. The Browns finally got a chance to get a quarterback that might change their future. They decided, you know what? We don't care about all of this Mm -hmm. and the monitor. They, They went out and got their guy. So you saying that... They've this and they've that for paying him that money. No, that was what they thought he was worth because of the situation of their franchise. Now, with the Ravens, the situation of the franchise is, this is your guy. This is the system around him. This is the, who you're going to play. You're going to play Tyler Huntley? Look at the team against Cincinnati last year. Without Lamar, they almost won. So when you and Stone say this is business, and if he was an accountant, if you, Ken Lavica, worth what you worth for FAU and for ESPN, they have to pay you. Yes, you're going to say, you know what, guys? I love you guys. I've been there. I could probably take this or that. But you, Stone, is not going to take less of your value. So Lamar Jackson saying to himself that, yo, this is my value and this is what I want. And he has a right to demand it. For sure. Let me hear you now. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. And Devin, you're right. He has the right to demand it, and he should demand it. I fully stand behind him with that. But you use the analogy ESPN, FAU, if I was in a contract negotiation, you know what wouldn't help even if I was standing firm and saying, I. and and, and Devin, I'll be honest, in a real-life situation, I I know my worth. 
And I know I'm one of the most versatile, damn media personalities, sure as bleep in this market, and uh, I surely have talent to be national, okay? I'm going to say it. I'm absolutely going to say it. But I agree. If I, I agree. But if I, if I went on the air today and I said, Stephanie Prince, I sent an offer sheet to the woman who runs this station, I sent that and they have not gotten back to me. They refuse to address it. They haven't talked to me about that money. You know what Stephanie Prince would do? She would either A, ignore me, or B, find a way to cut ties with me. Because that's just not a good way to do business. It's just not. Yeah, now, but, but go ahead. Continue. I'm listening. Go ahead. No, 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 no. But, but what I'm saying is that he, and, and that I would never do that because I also, I, I have a brain and I have people around me. That would tell me, Ken, you dumbass, what are you even thinking? And this is my problem with Lamar. And I, I, again, I think he should get that money. And the Ravens deserve to give him that money. He deserves to get that money from the Ravens. But the problem is, I don't think he has anybody in his ear giving him any contrary stance on any of this. And so that's what, a problem. What would, what, what would the contrary, in, from your opinion, what would the contrary stance be? Okay, Lamar, take three years for the 133. Take five years for the one twenty-three. What would your what would your reasoning and your logical assessment of the situation would be for Lamar? So tell me, what would you think it, if you was in his air? What, sure. what would you tell? It take whatever be, the Ravens are giving you. Well, no, I, 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 it would be go to the table and get off of Twitter. It would be go to the table and get first and foremost, and then you start ironing out numbers. But this is not the way to address the situation. You don't know. You don't know if he did that because remember he said they have been they have been speaking for a while. So you don't know for yourself but if, if all of that. And Devin, if he's going to Twitter and, and appreciate the call, we're 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 locked up here on the phones. If if Lamar Jackson truly did go to the table and there were worthwhile conversations and there was actual business being done, do you think Lamar Jackson is desperately going to Twitter to reveal that he requested a trade March second? No. Way. Yeah, and advice for you, Devin, uh, if you're still listening, go ahead and go watch uh, Harbaugh's interviews yesterday when all of the owners met and all the head coaches were around as well, and, and he'll, he answers a lot of that, right? And he says the communication has not been what he wanted it to be. He has not communicated with Lamar. It's similar to good against Aaron Rodgers, like not returning phone calls. Like, he addresses all that, so go tune into that. Um, so, so, but I, Devin's not wrong. Like, the Ravens clearly view Lamar in the same way other NFL teams do where and, and I don't dis, I, I don't agree with that stance because I think Lamar can make the throws. I think Lamar can stand in the pocket. His uh his his completion numbers, his percentage, his completion percentage numbers all dictate this dude is as good as anybody in the league. So maybe I hold him on a higher pedestal than I should, but the NFL views him the way the NFL views him. But Devin's right when he says the Ravens constructed a roster to to maximize Lamar as the main offensive component. So they don't have as much leverage as they want to make it out to be. I haven't heard, though, and maybe this is just the NFL media cycle being controlled by the owners, but I haven't heard of anything where Lamar Jackson has, has tried to negotiate. There's a difference between talking numbers and negotiating. And it sounds like the Ravens have tried to negotiate and Jackson's side has decided to simply consume the numbers and then do nothing. Like that that you can't you can't function like that. Lenny is in Royal Palm. 
Lenny on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Lenny. Hey, how you doing, Ken? Good, buddy. Um, listen, from someone who knows Lamar Jackson well, someone I've met you before at, at good old Boynton Beach High School. Yes, sir. I will tell you, I will tell you that you're a thousand percent wrong. Okay. Thousand percent, and and these are things that I know for sure. Uh, Lamar Jackson's camp, you will never hear us say a word publicly. Everything that you've heard in the media, all that's been crap. Lamar has not said anything. If you look at the entire negotiation time, that when Lamar goes to negotiate, he's not walking in the room by himself. That's the narrative that's being painted of him. Lamar is not walking into any room by himself reading contracts. He has other contracts. He has lawyers. He has people around him. People around him tell him no. People around him tell Lamar, that's screwed up. Don't do this. Don't Mm -hmm. do that. He's not surrounded by yes people ever. So that's totally overblown. Um, His mom, people keep classifying her as his agent. She's never been his agent, never has been, never will be. She's his mom that protects her kid. Sure. But he is negotiating with him. There has been negotiation there. And if you remember way back when, when he was going through his whole recruitment, Lamar is very private. He's sure. very loyal. Louisville very came private, out of nowhere. Very loyal. Came absolutely out of nowhere. It, 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 well, it was it was some behind. It was some things that were said, and he made a promise to to, to Petrino when he followed through with that. Yep. He made the same promise to to Baltimore that as long as things were done behind closed doors and privately, he wouldn't say a word. And if you notice, uh, you've never heard Lamar say anything. Which is why, getting leaked. But this is why and this so is why this surprised the, me. This is why Lenny this right, surprised hap- me that he that he revealed the the trade the, the trade request on social media. Well, he did that because frustration sets in, and sometimes when you start when you're playing it when you when you, when you get to the point where it is business, you have to sometimes get people's attention. And what happened? He's tired of things keep getting leaked miraculously. Mm-hmm. And things that should not be leaked because he's behind closed doors talking to these people. They're talking with his lawyers, with, with his financial people. They're having conversations. These conversations have been happening. Yeah. But he's but the, the, the narrative that Lamar Jackson is walking in there, taking off his football cost, football uniform, and walking to negotiate the million-dollar contract, that's not what's going on. That's not what's going on at all. He has he has representation and representation. Um, we I, I don't know if you remember. We we talk very hard. We we we're very we, we don't we, we're not yes people. Right. Right. No. Not <laughs> at all. Some of the words. Not at some all. Some of the words are to use. Lamar, you're out of your money. So he has he gets that. His mom is is probably the the biggest person that will tell him and will not blow smoke up his behind. Sure. So that that narrative is not true. He is negotiating with them. He has been the entire time. He does have legal representation. It's just not by lawyers. So what happens when when media can't make a narrative, they make their own. For sure, and that's so they're why making all the stories. It's, it's and what, tr- what should happen, and, and what, what should be happening is when some is what's going on with the Lamar Jackson contract situation. The correct answer is we don't know. Okay. Because nobody knows other than him and the media guys because they're keeping that's how they're keeping it. Right, right. And I understand the frustration. And Lenny, I appreciate the insight and appreciate you. Um, here's the problem. And it's not right. And it's twisted. But there's, there's a game to this. And I'm glad, I'm heartened to hear that Lamar has no people around him. And he's got the lawyers and they're working through it. But you can't just go on... And I understand Lamar wanting to keep things private, but he's being steamrolled by the NFL media machine. And you got to be able to play this game. You got to be able to place information. I'm not saying that's right, and I'm, pro- I'm part of the problem. I, I acknowledge that. 
But if you aren't properly represented to a point where there isn't someone who knows how to properly play this this media engine because sports media has become such a massive, massive machine, then this is where you find yourself in a problematic situation and Lamar then exacerbated the issue by making it public he requested the trade on March 2nd. How do you view Lamar Jackson right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. He's still on the It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. TZ tweets, did you guys forget Kirk Cousins has had a guaranteed contract for his entire tenure in Minnesota? Yeah, but $70 million guaranteed compared to $240 million guaranteed. Not exactly the same realm, right? Correct. Uh, it's it, Kirk Cousins' side didn't say, hey, Minnesota, 70 million. Give it to us. <laughs> Seems like there was a give and take there. It, the 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 NFL allowed Deshaun Watson to sign a $240 million guaranteed contract that was clearly put together in order to pay pending legal bills. That's the difference between the Deshaun Watson deal and the Kirk Cousins deal. That's the difference right there. The difference in how you get your body taken care of, your joint pain, your uh, pain in your limbs, there's no one better than Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. And again, I thought that was an important call from Lenny. And I, I have known Lenny for a long time at the time I spent at Boynton Beach High School. I love those folks over there, okay? And I am, again, I am uplifted to know that he's got a group in place. He's got his lawyers. He has people that are going to fight him if he thinks he's going to be stubborn with these contract negotiations. But the problem is they are allowing themselves to get run roughshod by this NFL media machine because the Ravens are playing the game. The, the, the negotiators on their side, other NFL owners, leaks within the NFL, they're playing the game. And Lamar, I respect the hell out of him for keeping it private, trying to do it private. But this isn't like the college recruitment to Louisville. This is the NFL machine. And the public opinion, the court of public opinion does matter in places like this. And he's starting to fall on the wrong side. And I'm not saying it's right. It's gross. But that's what's happening right now with Lamar Jackson. Okay? And he needs someone out there to start telling his side of this entire thing instead of letting the owners who are all, don't make no mistake, these guys are all in it to make sure Lamar doesn't get Deshaun Watson's deal. Okay? They're all in it to make sure that he doesn't get Deshaun Watson's deal. He needs someone who kind of knows how to play this game a little bit. 
The smartest man we know, we bring him on every week to bring intelligence to the proceedings, is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Amongst other very intelligent things, he's Steve Politziner. Time now for Ask Steve's. Steve Politziner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Steve, before I dig in on Lamar Jackson with you, are you going to Houston for the Final Four? No, I'm uh, Kenny. I'm not able to be there, but um, I am. Uh, I am living vicariously through you and this uh, this album story. It's been awesome, as have been the trials and travails of your broadcast. <laughs> what a fascinating thing! Uh, since we always turn this around to me interviewing you, uh, what has been the what has been the biggest uh, biggest surprise for you of how? You of of how you have gotten visible through this. You're all over the place. Yeah. Articles about you, Instagrams, TikTok. I know it's incredible. I mean, Steve, it is silly. It is absurd. It is stupid. The only reason this became a thing is because Matt Norlander and Andy Katz, uh, Matt Norlander, CBS, Andy Katz, now working for March Madness. Uh, he. He, they were both sitting next to me, so they saw the whole thing go down, and uh, it it is absurd. I can't tell you how many media requests I've gotten, local, national, to tell my story. I've, I've told the story about seventy different times now. Um, So it's the most me thing ever. My, my technical problems, my issues, all of those things are what have finally brought me into the mainstream. It's the most obvious thing that could happen to me. But what I haven't told people, and I'm going to say it right now is that I was equipped, I'm built to overcome technical issues like that after I was a major part of the late stages of the Stephen Craig show where I'm sitting in rural Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, trying to connect Steve to a piece of equipment in West Palm Beach and Craig to a piece of equipment in Cleveland or Milwaukee or on the phone and working with J-Mard through West Palm as a conduit to try and get a show on the air for the better part of a year. That left me equipped to handle this, Steve. So thank you. Thank yes. you for preparing yes. me. Yeah, it was like boot camp. I mean, the scars <laughs> you put on you from those uh-huh. days uh-huh. make anything achievable. These, these soft kids like the Stones mm. of right. the world they don't, don't know even what, know what like. you had to do yeah, back in the day. Now, is Theo furious that in this thing that has gone completely viral, you said one of my ESPN West Palm teammates yeah. did not say his name? I know. I mean, I mean Theo Dorsey... You know, I've seen FAU put out the, the study on what they're getting in marketing value and visibility from this. I'd like the study on Ken Levicka's viral uh, sensation from this all and the missed opportunity for Theo Dorsey, <laughs> who has literally been there just to film you. I know. Uh, aside from doing, uh, you know, tons of incredible work um, for ESPN on WPTV. Uh, but... Uh, how did, I mean, he's got to be furious. Yeah, I'm sure he is. And and I tried to give him the, the proper amount of credit yesterday on the show, telling the full story. I've tried to rectify that. Uh, when I was talking with Andy Katz, I had no idea that this was going to become a thing like it's become. And so I've tried to, and now subsequent, my, my 75 other subsequent interviews about it, I've tried to name drop Theo as much as possible. There's going to be a, a Barrett Sports media feature on me later in the week where I feature Theo prominently in the entire 
entire thing for cradling the Comrex like a baby <laughs> while I called the final 15 seconds of the game. So I'm trying to atone for that, but I do feel badly. And I said I owed him dinner. I owed him something. My words were, I owe you something very expensive. I left it open-ended like that just in case he wanted to take advantage. Yeah, and you you all will be in Houston together, Theo's hometown. Yep. I mean, is, is you really in this spot? I think what you'll know on how mad he is is he invite you to dinner at, at you know some home cooking. Uh-huh. Do you get the invite right. to the Dorsey house? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And so I'm going to. Uh, he gets there later tonight. I get there tomorrow. So we'll see because there's a good three day window, right, Steve, where I can get the invite to the Dorsey household for dinner. If I don't get it, I'll know that it's a relationship that can never be repaired. And, and Ken, not like anyone thought this would happen with FAU. Were you going to be on vacation? Like, <laughs> you had the long season from football into basketball. Even just making it to the tournament is longer than your season regularly goes. Yeah, yeah. You're now three more weeks. How is this throwing your personal life in a tizzy? Is your family life upside down? Do your kids even know you? Ken, didn't you say that you have slept in your bed four so days of this month? The up-to-date count is now five days, five days I slept now. in my own bed here in the month of March. And so it's all come full circle now. We, uh, FAU left for Houston March 1st to go play Rice, the second-to-last game of the regular season. And now FAU is going to end the month of March in Houston as well, playing in the freaking Final Four. Like, it's just insane. So I have barely seen my kids, but, but and my wife actually flew up to New York City to hang from Monday of last week through the Sweet 16 game against Tennessee, but the whole family is coming out Thursday night after school and dance to, to Houston to be a part of it. Wow, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Oh, pretty amazing. Yeah, so it's... It's amazing. It truly is. It's incredible. I'm a begrudging star, but I mean, let's be honest, Steve. While it might be begrudging attention I'm getting, um, I, I, I can take advantage of it. Like, it's not like I'm going to say no, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but let's find out what kind of a homer are you? Were you one of the .07 people in the United States that had FAU to um, to, win, to to the Final Four in, in of the twenty plus million in the ESPN bracket? Yeah, I, I'm surprised the number is .07. I know. I know. It is insane. I actually, God's honest truth, did not do a bracket. I did not do a bracket for this very reason because I didn't want anything coming back against me potentially if I didn't bring FAU into the championship. Because it is. Again, it's super improbable, but I, I stayed away like a softy from a bracket this year. Yeah, that's fine. You got your priorities. I think you're doing pretty well. Hopefully you got your laundry done. Yeah. Or, um, I, I, so you know, here's what happened. Uh, it, like a, a an act of God, uh, we had that conversation about laundry last week, and I'm like, oh, my God, everything stinks. My workout clothes, it smells like an NHL locker room. It's awful. What happened is Adidas, and I think part of it is because Kansas got knocked out and Adidas is, a, is, is the provider for Kansas. They were like, well, hell, we were going to send them everything. Uh, we've got FAU in the Sweet 16. Quick, just send them everything we were going to give Kansas. So we got all this Adidas gear, and so I was clothed for the rest of the week because I got five days' worth of new sweats and new jumpsuits and the entire thing from Adidas, so I was saved. I didn't have to uh, go to the the terrible uh, drab uh, laundry facility in, in Manhattan. I didn't have to ask a manager to do the laundry. I didn't have to, as you proposed, um, have a, a home pay homeless person to do the laundry everything worked out perfectly because adidas came through thank you adidas yeah and they have your size like you're 
Are you part of the order? I, I don't I understand. Am. I mean, you're part of the order? Yep. Yeah, like, that's how everyone so, else is wearing egg double XL. Yeah, yeah, I got so, you there with the with the small. Yeah, uh, so I actually go with medium when it comes to the sweats because they shrink a little bit when you wash them. Like with the, yep. it, it never fails. And this is this probably would not happen at a bigger school. And this is why I'm super fortunate because with FAU, I am part of the team travel. I am in film. I am at breakfast, I am at lunch, I am at dinner, I am at practice, I am at shoot-around, I am as ingrained as any broadcaster in the history of college basketball because Dusty May trusts me because I'm just in it. So as far as any of the the swag, the gear, the things they're getting, I, I get... I have received all of that, and I am extremely, extremely grateful for it. But yeah, that's sort of that's how it works. Like I, I am a part of all of that stuff. Amazing. And amazing for your wardrobe uh, yeah. expense. Yeah. So, good job. Yeah, it's good. good. Job. It is It is good. Steve Palatino, Ras Steve's here with us, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, established businessman, family man. He does it all. He knows it all here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I thought it was really desperate when over the weekend he tweeted he requested a trade on March 2nd. I am certainly not a business maven. Um, I, I am terrible with it. I am, and it's, it's good because I host a sports business show every Wednesday, Honda, uh, the boardroom presented by the Honda Classic here on ESPN 106.3. So I'm glad I'm saying this right now. Uh, when it comes to business, I'm just not, I'm not great at it, and it's why I'm glad I'm talking with you right now. Um, he came out and he said, I requested a trade March 2nd. That seemed unnecessary to put out into the public. It seemed like frustration. It seemed like it was detrimental to actually getting what he wants from the Baltimore Ravens. How do you view Lamar Jackson in this ongoing saga with the Ravens right now? Yeah, I, I hate the way this is playing out. Um, love Lamar also from down here and having covered him and interviewed him. and uh, I really don't like it, but I'm not surprised. This is why players should play. And agents should agent. And in trying to save a couple bucks on the representation here, it's costing them. Even the statement, it felt emotional. It didn't feel, um, uh, you know, as well thought out as I would as I would have hoped. And I like. I, I think in you. I heard you say when I was coming on, just in this court of public opinion, he's not doing himself any favors. No. Clearly, if he requested trade on March second. Then there was communication with the team, which meant that they were uh, are trying to work together to accommodate. We knew the where he, the way he was signed was going to be so to allow them to explore the trade. And when you do this and you put this out there, and other teams smell blood, it makes it more difficult to actually make a trade because you can't get value when everyone knows that a trade has to be made. So I don't think he's done himself any favors. Uh, we knew the Ravens didn't want to sign him. I agree with you. I think the Deshaun Watson uh, contract, the fact that the NFL permitted the Deshaun Watson contract is, is the thing that really bothers me. And I know that the NFL almost can't not allow that contract to be, but that has created so many problems for this. Because, you know, we talk about the Deshaun Watson. There's also Russell Wilson right, you know, contract. But yeah. it's, it, there are different points of their career, different accomplishments. And in the peer group is the Watson one. And if, if Lamar thinks he's going to get the Watson one, I'm not here to say the owners are colluding, but I don't think the owners are going to allow another contract like that where someone is in that point of their career. Forget about even what Watson has going on. 
Right. He hasn't accomplished anything. He hasn't accomplished anything. He made no playoff run. Right, and what's insane to me, though, is that the Browns, the Browns gave him a contract where it was clear, it was obvious to anybody with a functioning brain that they were helping him pay legal fees. Like, that, to me, is the most insane thing that Roger Goodell, it, there's not even a discussion. We haven't even heard that he even questioned it. They just let it happen. Yep, yep. And, uh, and it's going to be ugly, and, and we'll see where it goes. I love that... Uh, you know, we'll see if it ties into Rogers, you know, trade and just stretches this whole thing on because there'll be various suitors and what will be the value. And, and I think it's going to give us another couple of weeks of talking about. Oh, this no thing. doubt. No doubt. That's not ending any time uh, soon. Steve Palatino, ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. Before we uh, get to the end of the hour here, I do want to get a question from a fan. This is uh, from Bill and Jensen Beach. Uh, Steve, I am transfixed by this FAU Final Four run. Can't wait. And I'm trying to figure out where to watch the game on Saturday where should I watch this game? Where's a great sports bar to go watch FAU? Thank you. Oh, funny you should ask. Uh, well, I think it was Bill and <laughs> Jensen, because do you know that if you visit Duffy's during their March Mania all month long, you automatically get entered in for your chance to win a year of free Duffy's? What a great segue to my Duffy's, uh, uh-huh. to our Duffy's sponsorship. Not only do we have a chance to win, but if you visit Duffy's twice a week with your MVP card, for example, maybe next Saturday and Monday when FAU plays the national championship game, your score will double points on your next visit. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to sign up for your MVP card. The Madness ends Monday, March 3rd. Kenny, I hope I am crying watching One Shining Moment and while I'm hearing your call. Ah, man. If I'm on the air. If I'm on the air. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully hopefully uh, things are a little more stable there in uh, in Houston. Also, can we clarify, what, um, is that Good Karma Brands ESPN West Palm equipment? I got some No, no. Uh, no, it is uh, not. It is not. It That's is, what I said. Yeah, it is not ESPN West Palm equipment. Not to disparage anyone. I just want to fact check and right. clarify. And, and, and by the way, if I had an engineer traveling with me, that also would not be the decision and or the hire of ESPN West Palm. Just for full or good gotcha. comer good for for clarification yep. purposes. Excellent. And one more reason why Theo Dorsey got really, really uh, he got jobbed. jobbed. I know. The, the more we talked through it, he got job. Theo, love you, brother. Uh, Steve, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Safe travels, Kenny. Good luck. All right. Thank you. That is Steve Politino. Ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. Um, uh, again, a, uh, a, a, I, I, I misrepresented TZ, who had tweeted in earlier. I said $70 million. It's what's remaining guaranteed contract with Kirk Cousins. He says, I sent over a picture of the two contracts. Five years, $130 million, because it was two separate contracts for Kirk Cousins. Again, though, five years, $130 million is not the same as the $240 million guaranteed to pay legal fees. So it's just, it, it, what Watson got is unprecedented. What Kirk Cousins got, is he getting overpaid? Yes! I'm, I'm not disputing that, TZ. He's getting overpaid and Lamar should get his money. Like, this isn't an argument. It's not an argument. But what Deshaun Watson got blew up everything, and it's why Lamar's in the spot he's in now. When we come back, we're talking FAU in the Final Four. The coach, Matt McCall, in studio. When we return, he's still in the Banowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.